0: My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. And Mama Kay.
1: Hi, Nicole. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Brennan.
0: Hello. And uh, tonight we are tonight we are doing Soul, Pixar's Soul. Second new Pixar film this year. It's got pushback. No theater release in the US, as far as I could tell. There was some overseas release. It's on Disney Plus instead. Uh, I have been looking forward to Soul for a long time. We've done a lot of Pixar talking here. We have an episode called like Pixar Talk, I think, where we only <laughs> talk about Pixar stuff. So uh, we don't have to t- do too much of that here at the beginning. Uh, everyone know about... This is one where I think you guys knew it was coming out. It's one you guys had heard of. Uh, am I correct?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it has been coming out for quite a while. I mean, even when we were still going to the theaters, the, we were seeing previews for...
0: Yeah, we all liked Onward well enough. I think. I think everyone gave that some sort mm-hmm. of positive recommend. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, this newer one, this one uh, was is by Pete Doctor, who is the guy. He's the CEO. I think he's the CEO now of Pixar. now the last is gone. Um, hmm. Or he might be COO. He's one of, if not the top guy at this point. But he's directed. He's been there since the beginning, doing various things. Uh, but he's directed Monsters Inc. Up and inside out. So, some of the more. Uh, I wonder emo- where I got the inspiration. I say some of the more emotional, <laughs> uh, adult geared ones, I guess. Uh, I guess you could debate inside out of how adult geared that is. But uh, this is the synopsis for Soul. Joe Gardner is a middle school band teacher who gets the chance of a lifetime to play at the best jazz club in town. But one small misstep takes him from the streets in New York City to the great before. Determined to return to his life, Joe teams up with a precocious soul who has never understood the appeal to the human experience, and he may just discover the answers to some of life's most important questions. Nice. That's a good. Uh, kids, kids want to see that. So, uh, if you haven't seen Soul, it is on Disney uh, Plus. You have a different
2: understanding of what children will want to see. I was just going to say, were you... what I would want to. Were
1: you being facetious just now? Because.
0: Yeah, kids, I'm saying kids, this is not a, this is the least kids movie Pixar movie I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Um, and even that synopsis
1: tells you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what okay, I, good. yes, that's what right. I was saying. Okay. Good. Okay, well, I'm glad I was very clear.
0: Uh if you haven't seen Soul, Disney Plus, going to spoil it, I don't think we should take talk about anything more until we're in spoilers. So, last chance before we do that. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. I already talked about Joe Gardner, the middle school teacher. Uh, his students are kind of disinterested, not very good at uh, their instruments. It's it's a It's a pretty typical middle school kind of band feel. Everyone's just screwing around on their phones and... not paying attention to anything. Uh, And he gets the uh, opportunity from the principal to become a full-time staff member. Uh, So he's like, Oh, thank you. But really he doesn't want to do this because he wants to go be a jazz musician. Foolish. But then he gets a call from one of his former students, Curly, who is now in a band with legendary jazz singer or not singer, sorry, legendary jazz saxophonist, Dorothea Williams. Uh, And he's like, Hey, we need a piano player for tonight's gig in town. And, uh, you, I liked having you as my teacher in middle school. And he was like, all right, that's, that's my big break. And he goes down there, gives a nice little uh, performance, like, audition. And Dorothy Williams, who was skeptical at first, says he has a chance. Uh, but on his way home uh, to prepare for the gig, he falls down a manhole cover. Or a manhole. He, there's uh, no manhole used be cover. It to
2: said that he dodged literally every other life ending yes. thing that happened on the street.
1: Yeah, avoids
0: many cinder blocks, uh, traffic, uh, there's a, a w- there's bus, a lot, I think, of...
1: or something that was going by, a taxi. There's a bunch of broken
0: that. glass or thumbtacks on the yeah. ground, <laughs> <with> <laughs> Nails. Deals. yeah a lot lot of yeah he got real lucky until he wasn't uh and he finds himself on an escalator into a giant white light going towards the great beyond where he runs into a couple souls who are like yeah we're going to you know we're all really old and very quickly realize he's dead and uh that white light is like the end of of things, or the great beyond anyway, it's the end of his regular life, uh, and he tries to escape, he falls through this crazy like wormhole thing into the great before, which is like this like, kindergarten-y playground plush land <laughs> where all these little blue blob souls that are infantile or run around and uh, they are c- uh, kind of corralled and and brought to different areas and taught how to be uh, souls by the counselors, who are all named Jerry. Uh, they are uh, <laughs> they are these Picasso-looking creatures that are like basically the universe, but distilled into characters. So yeah. that, uh, but then they behave mostly like kindergarten teachers, uh, sending the children from one area to the next. Uh, and then once they have enough of their like soul badge filled out, and they get their spark, which is like the last thing they need to uh, have that have that uh, purpose in life. They are sent to Earth to become people, uh, and Joe gets teamed up as a counselor because he's not supposed to be there. The only old souls that are there are the counselors, or not the uh, not a is he not a counselor? He's a, a like a mentor. The counselors yeah. are the are the Jerry's. He's a mentor. Uh, he gets to, he takes the place of another person who was supposed to be there, and he gets teamed up with 22, who is one of the most difficult souls to uh, be teamed up with. She's been in this soul world for, it sounds like, a thousand years at least, yeah, and refuses least. to go to Earth for a myriad of reasons, and so Joe and 22 have their own incentives to team up to try to get Joe to go back to earth and to keep 22 from having to keep attending the U seminars and trying to be forced to go to earth. So that's uh that's, that's our kicking off point of the plot before uh, there's even more stuff that happens. but let's, let's kick it <laughs> off there. Mama Kay. what do you think of this plot?
1: I found this plot interesting. It, it was, it wasn't going where I thought it was going to go. I think I did see the previews for this, but I didn't read up a lot about it. So, I guess I didn't realize that Joe was going to be somewhere teetering between life and death through uh, most of this movie, or at least the first half of this movie. And then he goes (laughs) and turns into something entirely different a little bit later on. Um, So I was, I was down for the ride, but I think in the very beginning I was like, this is not really, I mean, this is Pixar and this is Disney, but this is not a kid's movie at all. I don't know how much kids would really even enjoy this movie because the plot moves along like a a good pixar movie should and it's got all these little um like sort of vignette things that happen off to the side that are funny and quick but i think that they're not funny for kids so i think the little things that usually are funny for adults um is great but the other part of the movies for kids that's not what happens here the whole thing is an adult film this is not for you know anyone who hasn't probably made a mistake in their life that they're thinking how did i get here so I don't think that's your average eight- year old or 12 year old even. but for someone my age or someone your age, I think that we've had enough life experience to kind of appreciate what the the plot is trying to give us here. Um, we go over and around a lot of different things, but I think that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back a little, give the plot a three and a half.
0: What do you uh, what do you think of this plot Nicole?
1: Well, when
2: the movie first started, well, I, I won't say when it first started, but it gets into the plot pretty quickly. I think I turned to you and said that. I was like, you know, we were watching him with the the kids, and then uh, maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, he was already in the little blob world, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is moving so fast. Yeah. Um, that very beginning of the blob world, like, really reminded me of Inside Out, like, to a T. I was just thinking, okay, instead of this being like an internal mind movie, it's an internal conscience, conscience soul movie. I know it's called Soul, but... Um, it's outside you know, in. I, I was, instead
0: of inside out. It's Instead of inside out, it's it outside was, in.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, or upside down.
2: Yep. So, I mean, I was getting the same feeling that they were trying to repurpose the plot of inside out very loosely to get to where we were and now that you've that i know that it's the same director i'm like oh that's exactly what happened here Mm -hmm. um in my opinion i'm sure there's people that are that will be screaming at me when they hear that because it obviously is more um complicated and this is better constructed than than inside out but i can't help but compare the two because they're both about the mind and and Self awareness and things like that. So I kind of can only compare them for myself that way. After we get to learn about twenty two and you know why they why they haven't been able to connect with somebody and you know just putting yourself into those shoes and seeing like oh my god you're here's your existential crisis what what is my purpose um and you know trying to trying to relate to that to that blob it was interesting to to do that. I think this movie was okay. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about this more about how we really feel about the whole thing. Um, so I, I like what Mama K is doing in her reservation of giving out too much info. so I'll stick with the, I'll stick with a three is for uh, the plot.
0: The plot's my so I guess we're all kind of thinking somewhere approaching and the plot is my lowest grade because mm. there's I, I will have more more things I actually like to talk about later the thing I didn't know going in was what the th- this middle the middle act is not what I was thought it was gonna be at all um and I think it's the weakest thing in the movie there's a whole like body swapping comedy. Like weird buddy thing going on in the middle of the movie. And I think that's the least interesting stuff. Maybe that I think, but that also, the same time, I think that's the stuff the kids watching this are going to yeah, like the most. Yeah, I, th- I think so, so too. So that, that makes sense to me. Like, it, it, they still have to make it. I, I have a feeling this probably went through some rewrites. This has been in pre production for a while. Like, they've been trying to make this work for a while. And I have a feeling they either, every time they wrote it, they either made it too too kiddy or too so existential that a kid cannot access and they kind of had to this is their this is their compromise. Uh, so the way it works out, I really like the first 20 to 25 minutes until they do uh, I mean we're, we're spoilers now. The middle act is him and 22 accidentally get tripped up back into earth and they uh instead of inhabiting his old body he inhabits a therapy cat who is sitting on his (laughs) hospital bed uh, and she inhabits his body so she in the middle chunk is living life as him and he is the cat and they, you know, it's that now they're. It's like a double fish out of water. It doesn't sound uh,
2: very good when he's saying.
1: It. <laughs> it doesn't. I think it's better
0: than how I'm describing it. Like it, it sounds is better like... than
1: how you're describing it.
0: It sounds terrible, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not terrible. There's actually a lot of good scenes in there. And there's some really good yeah. funny bits in there that I, that yes. I like, but it is like the plot plot part though. I'd feel like we're just kind of like, we have the beginning, we have the end. What's the thing we're going to do in the middle to get us there. And it's a fine way to do it, but it's not my favorite thing about it. Uh, when we get to the end, I've, I love this ending, um, but I, mm-hmm. I my plot is gonna be my lowest, and I think it's still like a three five, just because I think we start and end so strong. It's just the the middle journey is is good, but I mean, I guess really the whole point is to enjoy the journey and uh, not worry so much about the destination. It's the it is, point, but so. that
1: middle point, even though it is important, because it's where twenty two, you know, gets to feel what it's like to be on Earth, and that's important to what happens later. So.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I don't think it's a total. It's not like it's a total mess and misfire. Like it does have a, it does serve its purpose, and like I think it's still there's still good funny bits in there. There's a couple of good pointed bits, especially with like the mom and like the hair, the the guy who cuts his hair. I like yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's not like as tight as I think the f- begin- the beginning and the end I think are really tight. I really like the beginning and the end of this. Um, and Nicole, you're not alone in the comparison to Inside Out. I mean, this it's uh, most stuff I've been reading up. People are saying oh, interesting. You know, very oh, direct comparison i don't love inside out I, I we did our underrated overrated at the on our uh, Pixar episode a couple months ago if you want to hear more of our Pixar thoughts go listen to that episode but uh I had Ratatouille as my overrated I if I really thought about it I think Inside Out would be my overrated I went back and tried to there watch that before this and it's um it's fine but like th- I think that's the kiddier version of this I think this is just more for me than than Inside Out is I like this more than Inside Out pretty significantly um, but yeah, three five for the plot. Let's get into the characters. We've got Joe, our lead protagonist, and his sidekick Twenty Two, and we have a whole mess of other like people who kind of are infiltrate the worlds. There's Moonwind, the guy who kind of lives between worlds uh there is jerry the jerrys there is also terry the soul counter uh and then there are people in joe's life like his mother his barber uh dorothea williams and the rest and the drummer in the band as well um you know a couple other small cameo-y kind of level people in there but uh, these characters what do you think of them nicole
2: am i am i missing something and why they're called jerry or is that just a generic name that they picked that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. I think it's right. a generic
0: name. I mean, I there, there's a there's another film called that's a Lars Ventrier Trier film called called Jerry, where they call everything in the movie Jerry. I don't think it's uh, from that, but you never know. That's what I like to <laughs> believe.
2: <up>. Okay. <laughs> no, I think um, it's a generic name. Well, I really like how all of the Souls, the and the Jerry's and Terry all are are non descriptive they're just up for interpretation as being a like a, a a being um as opposed to a man a woman a child a dog a cat whatever like i really appreciate that they made them so plain and just static because it, it, that's how i think they are appealing to the masses more with this you know it's hmm. not all it's not all female teachers and, and things like that. Um, so I think that the Jerry's had quite a bit of attraction to me in this, um, that they, that they're good role models for the, for the blobs, you know, for the, for the little souls, um, the, the little souls are my best part, favorite part, because I just think they're really cute. (laughs) Um, And I just like the, uh, it's funny to see how they interpreted how people get their personalities when they Mm. see them corralling off a group of them to go to the self-loathing campus. (laughs) And then the other ones go to the, you know, the excited campus and all like, I I really like how they split that up just to see like, you know, it gives all of us the idea of where we predetermined to be the person we are. I really like the message. That we'll talk about later on. But that the whole setting there of the blob, little blobs and the Jerrys, I like them the most, I think. 22 is a really interesting character for me as well. Um, Just because, you know, I feel like they're so relatable to people with maybe like some like identity crisis and people that feel like they have no purpose or don't know what they want to do with their lives. Like, this is the perfect example of somebody who, you know, it could be stuck in this world without any idea of what they want to do. So I really like how they portrayed that with 22. Um and I like I like Joe. I I like these things singularly and I'm still trying to jump on with having these groups come together to to make like a cohesive grouping of people that are benefiting off of each other. Um if that makes any sense. Like I like Joe. I like that he's a humble person and I like that you know he is self aware when he gets down there like okay I wish I my life had gone differently but still holds the values of his mom being mad at him for going for a uh, a gig like he's an mm-hmm. adult man <laughs> like come on so all these things separately I, I the, all the characters I really do enjoy um, one one last person that you brought up was what was his name Moon.
0: Moonwind, so, the, moonwind, the spiritual sign twirler.
2: I like the characters in in that half and half, that halfway point um, between reality and that spiritual level, um, just showing the different ways that people can get there, whether it be meditation or some sort of medication uh, that obviously Moonwind has been taking. Um, but I, I, all these things are, are really fun to watch. All these people are really fun to watch with their personalities or or whatever. But to me, I just I hate to say I don't like them all at the same time. Um, huh, so I'm gonna I'll give them a four just because I, I I really do appreciate all the different personalities that we get throughout.
0: And uh, but before I get people saying it, Jerry was uh, Gus Van Sant, not Lars Von Trier. I get three names, my bad. Okay, uh, uh, what do you think of these characters?
1: Jerry was jerry the, or movie, no, not- the
0: movie jerry that i i said earlier oh, oh okay of i'm always like,
1: what <laughs> there <laughs> were just line. clarifying <laughs> also there were a lot of jerrys so i know like, when i listen
0: to podcasts and i hear someone say the wrong person i'm just like oh god no, damn it like there's no way to tell the time them for that just...
2: shit. we're stupid i don't we don't know what we're talking about sometimes.
1: Uh, that's okay anyway. I mean, you still have an opinion right uh, that's right the characters i you know i really kind of I'm, I'm on the opposite end, I think, of Nicole, because when they were in Pikmin land, it was driving me crazy. Um That's exactly what it reminded Pickman me land. of was Pikmin, where when they were in the before world, and they were all in these little, like, th- this weird, grassy the cotton candy stuff. And yeah, <laughs> and they just went, you know, in these groups, and I could just hear... Th- old school pikmin in my head you know all going to all going to like one little place and doing one little thing and it was like oh this is fairly irritating um so those are might be the only characters i really didn't care for um, i didn't
2: grow up with pikmin maybe that's why it didn't bother me <laughs> i didn't make that
0: connection but i love pikmin i mean that's, I, that, that <laughs> I know i know you love Pikmin's pikmin and I've
1: i've watched me plenty of pikmin playing so I, that's yeah <laughs> it's a fantastic uh, game, the, game series well yeah and there was, so the things that I didn't like in this movie were all things that were related to other pieces of my life the Pikmin piece um, I don't mind the Jerry Garcia kind of sign twirling guy situation but he comes in on this creepy ass <laughs> ship that's reminiscent of time <laughs> bandits like time <laughs> bandits plus you know uh, Pirates of the Caribbean
0: David Jones <laughs>
1: Yeah, all and I was like Oh, I'm bummed. Um, but what they did with it was good, but it's just like the, the presentation of it is I feel like, oh, I see you stealing from here and I see you stealing from here. And those two things I don't, not that I. I care less for time bandits than I do for Pikmin, but just like, uh, I'm, I'm not, those things are not relatable to me. The things that I really liked were, were the parts, um, was the middle part I liked when we went in and sort of got a insight into Paul's, life because he sees his life as just being this boring pedantic uh just day-to-day grind and you when we joe, start right to f- not paul joe sorry not paul joe yeah um yeah, we don't get to see paul very much i'd like to i know thought maybe Moonwin's
0: real name was paul or something and i it was like we're getting insights into his sign <laughs> 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 yeah. twirling days
1: I-, <laughs> I haven't but i might um <laughs> Yeah. Joe's life. I, you know, I like when they start fleshing out the really interesting parts, you know, when the person, when 22 as Joe is eating pizza for the first time, I'm just like, yes. Can you imagine if you were totally just conscious of the first time you ate pizza? Cause it's so awesome. Like being right there. I'm like, yes, this, this is awesome. I like it. Uh, you know, listening to the music of the, the guy playing down in the, um, the train station, all of that. I, I, I really cared for all of, all of these characters, even the smaller ones, Um, maybe more so the smaller ones. I liked, I liked the hair. I liked the, um the barbershop. I liked when, you know, they went to see his mom and she was, you know, as in her tailoring shop. I liked all of that, just sort of fleshing out that sort of family that he has that, you know, I guess you can kind of take for granted, um and we do that's what that's you know that's nitty-gritty that's, we get down to the I like whole that end say of the story that.
2: yeah i didn't even think about that like that those those little things that you're that you're explaining of what he's enjoying and what 22 yeah. is enjoying are the same exact things that we would enjoy if we were that if we were 22 so like that yeah that is what keeps this movie going honestly
1: yeah i mean ima- pizza imagine you know having a tootsie pop for the first time or you know the bagel looked pretty whack, but even a bagel, that'd be great. I'm with a little on helicopter.
2: Food. The little helicopter that falls. Yeah, down so I, I wonder how many pod. people
1: Yeah, yeah though those things, like I never encountered those until I was an adult, the seed pod from the tree. And I'm thinking I'm wondering if there's a whole host of people that have no idea what that is to start with. Like mm-hmm. what what is that? Um i feel like it's an east coast thing so um anyway as far as characters they i i like the way that they served each other i kind of feel bad that we really didn't get an idea about what the cat was about before the whole personality switcheroo um because i don't feel like that paul had a particular cat personality you know uh he seemed very uh c- compliant <laughs> I thought I was just, okay. I thought that
0: that lady was just in the hospital and just like wanted to give it like try it out and they let her. I didn't get the idea that like Joe asked for that if he ever fell into a coma. She
1: was really scary looking. I don't think Joe asked for that at all, but I think also he there wasn't he was you know like comatose <laughs> Yeah, so um
0: what I'm saying. I don't think he like it was in his like predetermined. Like, if I fall into a coma, make sure a crazy cat right. lady gives puts her therapy cat on me. <laughs> the- like, I, I think that lady was just walking down the hall and like, oh, I have I have an idea to right, make this him feel better. In, in a coma,
1: maybe my therapy cat will help. <laughs> um, yeah, I I know that, but I'm just you know a lot of times. We got fish out of water for 22, but we didn't really get fish out of water for, for Joe. Joe's more, you know, pushing along 22 story at that time. Um, and I like the interplay between the two of them. I like that it, you know, that it has sort of uh, dips, has valleys and mountains to it. And yeah, I think they really flesh this movie out. I have not seen Inside Out. I've tried to see it a couple times, fallen asleep every time. So it's a worse this. Well, I'm sort of feeling like, though I kind of need to go back and just see what that's all about and try to maybe have some coffee.: A lot of people like that
0: me. more. I, did, I, I also like this more. I think this is far superior to inside out, but I well, mean, when
1: we get to a later category, I think there's pieces of it that, for me, I definitely like uh, would probably like more. but um, but for the characters of this movie, I really I really enjoyed them and I enjoyed the journey with them. I'm going to give them a four and a half.
0: Yeah, I I'm surprised. The most surprising thing is that 22. I didn't dislike. Like I actually liked yes. her by the end. Because in the worried. trailer, she looks like the worst part. She looks yeah. like. Like why? Like like she's gonna like drag down Joe's story, and she doesn't. She has her own good story. Joe Le- Joe's final arc has to do with helping her, and it's not, and it's um by the end, I think their relationship is actually quite good, and I I think uh, it's done really well at the beginning when we're introduced to twenty two. A lot of the way we're introduced to her is we get little snippets of her with her old mentors, who are all like super famous, like really yeah. Life. People like Mother Teresa, (laughs) yeah, uh, Abraham Lincoln. They all get those. Are some of like the the, a lot of the funniest moments in this are really small little snippets yes. where yeah. we like something's happening and then we see the thing explaining it or like what happens like when when Joe becomes the cat and then we see well what happens to the cat's body or what happened to the cat's soul and then we just see the cat's soul sitting on the escalator on the way up to the to the <laughs> oh, Great Beyond. I forgot. Just,
1: I forgot that's what happened to him. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, like some of the the best moments are just like uh when they go into um uh i guess they call it the zone so it's like that's the place where when you're like doing the thing on earth that you really love and you get in the zone and like everyone you like it's like almost an out-of-body experience you go to the in-between like soul and real world place but then also there under that is the obsessed creatures like they're the lost souls who've become obsessed with something that like is bad for their soul and so they become these like tar monster things. Yeah. And I, the, the, I, I love that whole part is great and does great character work for, for Moonwind, the, the guy between worlds, who's a, who's i I, I'm surprised they put literally a guy just tripping balls the whole movie as like <laughs> the spiritual guide. <laughs> uh, and then, Come but on. then they use, they use that area. I think the best, I think that's like the best creation of this movie is the, is the zone part. Uh, but then it also has like the snippets where like, um, uh the the guy is like oh we got another hedge fund manager and he's yes. just uh he's just um, obsessed with the uh, with making his trades on the on the triple screen and then they they free him and he, he is freed in in the real world all those little snippets i don't know where else to put it other than in here so those yeah. those are like some of my favorite like good comedy bits but yeah i really liked 22 i really like joe's 22 and joe's journey together they grow together a lot and um they sync up more than I thought they were going to, uh, and I think a lot of Joe's people in his life. Like when he has this moment with the with the mom, where it's like he cuts back into talking instead of twenty two. Yeah. That's really right. well well played moment. Uh, I like the bar uh, the barber one is really good. Like that whole scene is really funny. And then at the end, where he's like, "Well, didn't we talk about we didn't talk about jazz this time?" He's like, "Yeah, you, you never asked about other things." Like, exactly. All that's. All that's really good insight into, because Joe is just presented as, I love jazz, jazz is my jazz, jazz is jazz, and and then you learn, like, other people are like, oh, Joe, you know, Joe, there's more to life than just your your obsession with your one thing, and that's, you know, another part of the whole thing uh, that makes his character more three-dimensional. Uh, the only, like, character moment I didn't really love out of those, that middle part is when the little girl who plays the trombone comes. That all felt, like, wrapped up too quickly. Aw, I like it, that. <laughs> I I like it in theory, but like she shows up, she shows up, she's like I'm quitting yeah. the band, I hate it, and then and he's like he's like yeah, band's stupid because he's 22 at this point, and like like I I get you, man. Like and then like she sits down and plays the trombone, and she's like oh no, you're actually really good, you shouldn't quit. She's like you know what, I, maybe I won't. I'm like ah, that's yeah, I, we had to have that to have the good montage at the end at the end, but um, it felt that one felt the most wrapped up too quick of the of those three little. Uh, Joe, twenty-two. Character I don't want to give the this middle.
2: movie. I don't want to give this movie too many passes because I feel like it had a lot of expectations to live up to. But like that point in particular, like that's when we're starting to see that twenty-two is starting to gain their personality and gain um, sympathy and empathy with people, and like she or he was is understanding that you know that that child was. Needed support and obviously Joe didn't see it before because he's kind of sucked but now that 22 has a starting to gain their personality they can approach that kid and be like you are good you should follow your dream like I think it was I think it was just enough I don't think it needed to be like some sad sappy thing. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's when I'm t- talking about most
0: Pixar things, it's the difference between like a B plus and an A minus and, a, and an A and an A minus in a lot of these cases. I don't think it's bad. I, I don't think it's bad either. It's just my least favorite of those three, Joe realizing about the other people in his life moments. Um, but yeah, characters. I'm on for like a four or five. I, I, the, the parts I was worried about surprised me at how much I liked them. And there are so many small little character beats in here that are just actually like super funny. Like I laughed quite a bit in this. Uh, that it, it also keeps everything moving, even when the parts that I don't love uh, are are dragging. But it it really doesn't drag too much. I also think this is a pretty quick watch. I don't think I checked. I do too. Yeah. I don't think I checked okay. the time at all. Like I don't even like. Yeah. Not, like I don't even think I checked it one time, which is. I mean, it's, a, it's a pretty long for a Pixar movie it's like an hour forty something so it's 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 you know not super short for an animated movie a uh, visual and sound stuff to talk about here what do you think mom k
1: oh man what I mean so much everything visual everything in sound so good I like the fact that it looked like six or seven different types of animation going on depending on where you were and what was happening and Pixar just does their Pixar thing so good this was this was really good this is you know looking back we've talked about it before if you go back to like Toy Story the first Toy Story and how much it's evolved but you know I don't think New York City has ever looked more like New York City in a an animated film it was really great in the in the parts where they're just he's walking through town the part where he you know falls into the manhole and honestly, I didn't know that's what was going to happen. And when, cause people in cartoons fall in manholes all the time and they're perfectly fine, but I don't know, this one didn't work (laughs) out. Okay. Um, and I was taken aback and surprised by that. I, and then you see, also see New York city later on sort of as a different type of, of animation. And it's all black and white and light and dark, and it's sparkly and shiny. And I was riveted just by, just by that, um, Again, my least favorite park was the fluffy Pikmin world kind of situation. But um, there was just a lot going on and the music that is layered through it, not just there's all the great jazz and even the dissonant jazz that happens in the very beginning with the kids. And even sometimes during. They love they play of-
0: the. Over the Disney uh, <laughs> castle.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally recognizable, but the most dissonant thing you've ever heard for Disney. It's like, what? <laughs> this is going to be on crack. Um, but it was so good, right? And and there's that jazz part of it, but then there's also just the uh, the soundtrack of what is happening during the movie and all the sound mixing and everything that's happening is just i'm drawn in i really am disappointed i actually didn't get to see this in the theater because i really think it would be yeah um, I, a really that is, I major really, experience
0: i really hope when theaters reopen they put this in limited because i will I yeah will, like i will pay extra to go see this in theaters i really want to see this on a big screen
1: i think so t- uh yeah i a hundred percent because as i was watching it if there was any distraction whatsoever i was like I want to be in a place where I'm not distracted at all by this, by anything going on. I just want to be in this movie watching this movie. And, um, and I think part of that is due to the fact that it is really adult themed and I didn't, and there wasn't a lot of, you know, things that were, that was geared specifically toward children, but even the things that were, that would have been okay to be in a theater watching that. It wouldn't have put me to sleep, which is where I would have normally been. I, I don't, I don't know that I could sort of gush more about this. It's a five for me
0: what do you got nicole
2: um i really like the the, the pikmin world <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad it hits somebody I, it, it, I like the world, too. <laughs> it felt so
2: calming and this is like if you want to say it's the calm before the storm because this is where everybody is content and then you get thrown into earth and you're like, Oh, here it goes. Everyone's getting fucked right now. So this <laughs> is like the, this is like the, the period of, of calmness before, you know, they get their last little blip
1: and they have to go to earth.
2: So I really like that. And it's I like, like February,
1: the... 2020. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, I like the non-binary people there. Yeah. I do too. Like I really like all of that. Um, and I just think the colors are really pretty. I also love this stark star contrast to the great beyond. And we get this gigantic white. Hole that we have no fucking clue where it goes to, and it's just this tiny little escalator,
1: and it's like you feel like you're at the airport, but you're going to your death. Like, but it makes a very satisfying um, zap when you get there, like a bug zapper. Like, yeah, it it gives you
0: like, you know, like, uh, um.
2: I really liked, and I like how you know they could they could threaten you with an opening of a portal, and you just see it, and this doom and gloom music is like, yeah, like, I really like. I really like that that pikmin world there was a there was a discrepancy that i had like that they that they had made unfortunately though that, that caught my attention so when he first yeah. gets to when he first gets to the line for the great beyond there's three other people standing near him and there's someone that was speaking another language yeah and you know, like I I appreciated that, but then later on, I can't remember, Brennan. I can't remember the exact moment, but they had something where someone should have been speaking Spanish or should have been speaking another language, and they they didn't. They they used English, and it it threw me for a loop because they obviously took the time and attention to put Spanish or what well, I can't remember the original language that was in the that part before. Why didn't they do that? Do you remember me saying? I, that? I remember
0: you saying that. I I can't remember what the exact. Like what was happening? Where it? But you're right. It would have made sense for the person in that speed to be speaking Spanish and not a. Uh, yeah, I'll English. have to go
2: back and think about what that point was because it just was like uh, you just you took you took it away. Like you took what the what, what, what you're trying been to away. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that but was like that, that.
1: I think they hit tip top on you know certain things in black culture that a lot of times we don't get. You know, I mean, this whole relationship with his mom that they, you know, they probably could have expounded on and, and mm-hmm. how, how disappointed she was that he wasn't going to take the safe, uh, right. you know, the safe path. And I think that that's really, I mean, I think that's well, I mean, it's
2: him, a thing. it's him trying to live up to the expectations of his father and she doesn't think that he can, and she's just being realistic, you right? know, um, right but the but you're right the camaraderie at the at the barbershop and the fact that when he actually took the time to chat with the barber and give more and and 22 gave that whole explanation of, of what was going on with their little world um and you just saw like all the people in the barbershop were invested and they were all right. interested in hearing this story and that was so cool to see that
1: it just kind Except of for Paul. yourself into well Joe <laughs> Well, except for Paul, though. Paul was Who's not. Paul? Have- <laughs> Paul was his. <laughs> Paul Diggs. was his nemesis. The, yeah. yeah, he was like. Well, I think probably dude. had a bigger
0: role originally. They probably cut it down because I don't when even I saw know it, who d-
1: Paul is. I he's had the no guy idea. in the, in the other chair. The mazer in the barbershop. Yeah. Oh
2: my
0: god! Remember when so a, when yes. Jerry comes or not Jerry? Him. Terry comes to Earth yeah. and he's yeah. hunting down, hunting them down, and he mistakes <laughs> Paul for Joe and like and joe he thinks he like had like halfway world or, yeah he thinks <laughs> yeah. Paul, paul Yeah, paul's like tripping out and he's like you gotta stop eating all these processed foods paul
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i forgot about paul that's funny well i mean um yeah i liked i liked all of that i like all that scene and i agree with you like the real the realism of new york city and I call them helicopters, the little tree yep. pollen, because yep. they spin like a helicopter. Um, that I mean, those little touches really make you feel, this is reality that I'm watching. The thing I didn't like was the design of the people. I really didn't like the design of Joe. I thought he looked really weird. I thought that <laughs> he looked like a... His head looked like a top hat with a pumpkin underneath it, or something. And like his belly was like so obscenely round. I just didn't like the <laughs> the drawings. The fucking cat lady, she looked like a monkey. She had a monkey mask on. I didn't get any of that. Um, but they, but then they made the mo- the mom and her friends so beautiful and so chic. It was just weird. I don't know what they were going for with that. But some of the some of the actual design of the characters was like not my style. Um I guess it was just a choice they were they were trying something so together i will give it a, a four because I also love the jazz music i think the jazz music is really cool mm. um I'll give it a four because the the positives are much better than the negatives i have
0: i i like the the character design of the humans in it they're it's different from other Pixar ones you where you like it's...
2: monkey mask <laughs> i th- i just I do think too. That they're
0: I think it's more unique looking than some of the other, because like I, all the other Pixar ones where there's humans outside of like I guess the Incredibles. The Incredibles have kind of like a uniqueish look, but like like uh, the Inside Out people and the the tooth the Toy Story Four version of Andy and his mom that
2: they're all typical. looking Yeah, they're all typical. Yeah. And I don't,
0: I don't really I, I I like the the trying of something that looks a little a little bit different for the characters. The sound stands out like really well in this uh not just the jazz but like when they're going through when they they're when he at the very beginning when he's falling from the escalator into the great before and he's like flashing through like a wormhole kind of thing like that i just want to see that scene in particular on a big screen and like all all the music that's playing this is another trent reznor atticus ross score they did uh mank earlier this year they've done a lot of movies but uh they're they're on our on our radar again. Uh, all of that like synth-y, uh ethereal, otherworldly. It all fits so well, and and all of the real world jazz stuff like plays real real well with um with they like they, they kind of separate the two worlds really well, the two different music styles. Uh, and everything I love the make the look of Jerry and and the Jerry's and Terry. I like their Picasso-y looking ness. It's like the them most. It's the most unique looking Pixar movie I've ever seen. Like everything is so distinctly different than everything before. Like everything before it. Like right. l- looks wise, and that's not easy to do in this style of Like they, they're, they're, they're mold breaking a little bit here, uh, which is you know they built the mold. So I, I think it's a big progression. I think almost everything works. I really want to see this on a big, bigger screen and full sound system because. Uh, this is the uh, we uh, we did our best in getting surround sound and turning everything all the lights out and trying to you know focus on everything. But I I, I want a theater experience for this. Uh, yeah, yeah I could, like well, okay, I could endless gush on this. It's a very solid. I want to single. see that
2: great beyond hole in theaters. Oh, the
0: great <laughs> beyond hole like, is so cool. Like from the beginning. So vast
2: and mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to see uh, the from...
1: the barber's beard in theaters. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. The beard was amazing. <laughs>
0: We have different focuses on that, but uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we are so let's we're in the resonance and feel section here. We can talk about uh, what happens at the end. <clears throat> uh, he they're they're almost back to the area to go, but then uh, Terry is able to catch them in like the train, the underground train part. Uh, underground train. It's a subway. Why am subway. I saying?
1: Subway. Train? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> think of it earlier either. I'm like train.
0: Yeah, train underground underground <laughs> train. part. Um, but he, he they they get sent back to the spirit the spirit place. But twenty two now has her spark like she's figured out like the thing that's uh made her want to go. And it's all those like small interactions she had with Joe. But Joe's like, no, you those, you didn't really have those. Like I those you had that because of me in my in my body. Like that wasn't actually your experiences. And this this hurts twenty two. Uh, and he takes her, but he takes his her badge, or 22 uh, badge, and gets back into his own body, goes to the show, he has a really special night sh- playing on the piano, uh, and then after the show's done, the the, the lady asks her, uh, Dorothea Williams asks if he wants to come back the next night, he's like, yeah, I, I guess, I didn't really, I, you know, I, I, I'm kind of like, now what, like, I didn't, uh, I don't feel at the end of this night, how I thought I would. And he goes yep. back on the subway and everything's the same. And he goes back to his apartment. I love the look of his apartment. It's Just like when you open up your apartment and you're live alone and all the lights are off and, nothing's in there and just how you left it and then he sees all the little things that 22 had been collecting throughout the day the piece of the bagel the little uh the helicopter as nicole calls it um mm-hmm. and he you know he plays the piano on his own piano and re goes into the zone and he uh, looks for 22 because he's like I you know I I didn't I need to make, learn my learn my lesson thing this here I mistake. feel bad that I took my badge from 22 um Twenty-two has become one of the tar people. She's uh, she's become the one of the creatures that lives in the in the zone in the the lost soul area. And uh, eventually, uh, he has to fight through all these like tar creatures. Uh, one of them's himself. Gets twenty-two to get the badge back. 22 twos better. Twenty-two goes to Earth. Joe's gonna go to the Great Beyond. Except he's not because the Jerrys nice. say he's so good that he can have another chance of life. So there you go. I know I kind of had a lot of to get through at the end there. What do you think <laughs> of this resonant feel, Nicole?
2: Meh. I don't do you, know. you don't like this ending? <laughs> um, not really. I mean, it just is like, oh, so, you know, if you if you find out that you're, what you always want, wanted to do in life sucks, now what are you going to do?
1: And I kind of had that feeling in my own life.
2: And
0: yeah, so you should I, be able to relate to that. It's fucking
1: sucks. Yeah, I mean that puts you at a different level. If you can relate to that, then you're like, I don't know, man. It was, maybe it was too real. I don't know. But, like, um,
2: I mean, I, I just feel like it kind of lost its spark at the end for me a little bit. I I don't know. I wish that it. Was, I I can't even really give an explanation of how I feel about the ending because I just feel like it was it was predictable. Maybe. Like, he obviously was going to go back and give 22 the little globe sticker, and, you know, I didn't know that they were going to give him a second chance, but, like, uh, it's a Pixar movie, what, are they going to go make him die, you know?
0: They were originally going to make him die die. up until the very last, like, pre-screening they did. Pete so Doctor was fighting like, we
2: for tonight. something new, and then so, and then the big guy at the end of Pixar was like, "Come on, we really can't make someone die at the end of this."
0: Well, the big the guy, guy at Pixar is, is Pete Doctor. At this point, he's 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 the big he's guy, the guy in charge of the whole the whole air. But even even he at the end decided was like, "Yeah, I think we're gonna let Joe
2: live." <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they should have let him die, and then it would have been like, "Oh, this is how life goes." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: Usually yes. I'm on that page, but I'm I'm fine with the choice. But your life
2: sucks, your career path sucks, it didn't work out, and I die. Like, isn't that the isn't that the fucking life story of some people? Oh my god, we're trying to <laughs> end it a
0: little more of a hopeful note, Nicole.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just this this is my what I my residents feel. Right, um, how did you feel? Yeah, <laughs> that's how you felt. Um, I mean, I want to ask you guys at the end of this. I know this is a little off topic from what we're saying talking about, but I want to know your feeling on this compared to your feeling at the end of onward. And the only reason I want to know is because these are both big Pixar movies that came out this year and they have different, they obviously have different um, meanings behind the movies, but it's, it'll be interesting to hear what you guys think about two big movies that they decided to put out at the same time uh, in the same year. Excuse me. So, leaving what i said here like I'm, I'm just gonna give it a three because i don't have enough emo- like emotion about saying more <laughs> i don't know um, i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a three Mama care.
1: the ending and resonance and film i mean they're related but they're probably not gonna be exactly equal i don't know i understand how you feel about the ending nicole um Because I can't really put it into words either. I think it's probably the best possible ending that we could hope for. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, but I, because I can't think of anything else that would be as satisfying. Uh, Having a main character like this die in a Pixar movie would crush my soul, (laughs) Um, which is can only be done on Earth. We learned that in this film. Yeah, Um,
0: Yeah, they even give a little.
1: (laughs) Yeah, soul crushing only on Earth. Um, yeah, so I think it had, I think I was, I was pleased with the ending, but that wasn't like the whole thing for me. The, you know, the thing for me is toward the end, he goes, he goes back and we see a little, we see the montage that Brennan loves so much. He's probably going to talk about it and gush about it, but we see the montage of his, of his life, uh, from when he was little until he, you know, was older Mm -hmm. and with his dad and everything like that. And I think that that's, that's the part I want to stick with as quote the ending is that he um, I agree. you you get that you know the triteness that people are always like it's the journey it's not the destination it's you know those are sayings for a reason and they might sound trite maybe because we hear them a lot but it really is that and it's the whole you know if you could just stop and think about what you're doing and think about how good that coffee tastes when you're tasting it or how uh how awesome it is maybe you're driving to work one day and the sun is coming up and you're like it's too damn early but you're like but the sun is coming up i mean this is cool i'm alive right. i'm awake the sun is awesome that's what um, i said to to you when we started the call right you said right. How are you i said i'm alive <laughs> right right exactly and it's like well that's one point above being dead so there you go yep. you're you're winning today actually um and I think that this happens a lot, especially for people who are in a creative field like his. I mean, I think there's a lot of frustrated middle school music teachers. And I think not not that there's, you know, that there's more of those than anybody else. I don't know. I feel like the guy that I, the, the guy that I studied under in middle school was satisfied, but I also saw him when I was 11. And so I'm figuring that an 11 year old's thinking this guy is the greatest job ever. He gets to teach yes. us how to play musical instruments and we suck at it. But you know, what, what else is he going to do? So, um, so I think that it's just, I like the story and I like, I like how it really did make me think. The problem, the one main, main problem I have with this movie is this movie didn't make me feel. It made me think and I appreciate it. And I guess maybe I appreciate the fact that it didn't make me feel, but I need to talk to Brennan about how many, you know, tears he had in this movie because I, I came close one time, but I never got really, I never got there. And I think it's because I was to the point where I was like, this is, you know, these things that people think about, most people anyway, I think think about in their life at different times. Uh, what am I doing here? How old am I? And what have I not done to this point that I said I was going to do? And uh, what am I doing to change that? Am I doing anything to change that? You know, it can be really uh, a lot. And I think soul is a really you know evocative word and uh it means more than music here because of that i'm gonna give this category a four how many times did you cry brennan
0: you guys have hearts of stone no tears in this what the hell is wrong with you of, co- of course i cried at the end of this how good ca- why
1: is this not hitting
2: you The, the feel why did you when
1: no. did you cry from like
0: when? when he from when he leaves the club after the gig, and he realizes that he achieving his dream is not all he thought it was. From there to the end, I just built up tears, and they were rolling down my cheeks. By I don't know by the time he's that's he, <laughs> yeah you were like you were like oh, you're reaching here i'm like what do you mean i'm reaching here i feel I'm the same doing...
1: way i feel the same I way didn't Nicole. Say you're reaching and i think he cried because he wants to
2: say he cried at a pixar movie but it was had nothing to cry
1: about <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's why i cry i just i just Jeez. just so I, I just turn it on whenever i feel like it you're ridiculous i i, it, it, I think was... you guys need
1: to do a, a doctor <laughs> listen to a dr phil podcast after this and work, work your way through this
0: it was. I don't understand. And this is why. Is this why you're pointing out the comparison to Onward? Because we both cried at the end of that, and we and you well, clearly no, that's did.
2: That's not why I'm pointing it out. But I want to know, you know, how Mama K felt about Onward versus this. Because mm. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the end of Onward, the emotion is built up way more in that movie
1: than at the end of this. Yeah, but someone's dead uh, in that. That's for me. That's a big difference.
2: Well, isn't isn't Joe almost dead? <laughs> Well, aren't we all? I mean, isn't he in limbo right now? At, before is he, he in limbo? Dis- I
1: think he's back. Bef- well, before
2: they decide to let him go back to Earth.
1: Yeah, but the dad in Onward is dead. I mean, he's dead, dead, like gone. Well, like
2: I know, I know, like, I know that these are. I know these are two different. Scenarios, but like, come on, Brennan. Like, onward gave you something to cry about, but this doesn't give you anything to cry. Yeah, about. I don't. cry just, just I to clarify, I, cry.
0: I haven't cried. Like, I haven't cried at every Pixar movie. I never cried at a Cars movie. Uh, no, I cried at the end of Cars Three actually.
2: Oh, get out! I'm uh,
0: done. <laughs> I didn't cry inside out. Like, it's not like it's not like it's everyone, it's most of them. But it's uh, because because they got something to cry. There's something to cry about. Uh, when when he's having like when he's going in back into the zone and having the Flashbacks to the, like, the, the what's it, the Hall of You, like the mon- the, the monkey. Yeah, the that's the room.
1: closest I came to crying. But, but I like, didn't get like- there.
0: The first time he's eating the pie and he's sad and he's and he's like teaching the class and he's sad and then when he goes back and he has the real memories he realizes he liked the pie he's sitting and ha- enjoying his pie it's a small little moment and he likes teaching the kids the whole reason he got the gig is because one of his former students liked him and thought he was a good teacher like that's a that's this whole thing and the right. the barber like the barber when he has the conversation at the end and or at the end yeah. when he leaves he's like. He's like, uh, you know, we never talked about anything other than jazz. I'm glad you asked me about my life, and and I like the, oh, you're the best haircutter in the world. Didn't, isn't a barber what you've always wanted to be? He's like, no, I wanted to be a doctor, but I or not a do- uh, what uh, what does he say, a vet, veterinarian? veterinarian, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but he's like, but I I came back from from war, and I you know I it, uh barber was school was cheaper and, yeah. yeah yeah barber school was cheaper than the other one it was more practical and and now i get to hear about everyone's the uh, days and like make them feel better like all of this stuff is really good i don't and like he it, it climaxes with him realizing uh he like his achieving his dream it's not all about that one spark that's just he can he can enjoy the the, the little things in between and then he goes and he makes the you know he he revokes his selfishness goes back to help 22 and then when he has to fight through like the 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 smoke tar monsters of all the former we look at all the great people that have tried to get 22 to go but then we see it from her perspective they weren't they weren't trying to help her they were talking down to her and making her feel like like worthless and like like she wasn't good enough and then we see the giant joe figure like you aren't here because of you you're here because of my uh, you don't have these feelings; they're not yours. Right, it's because you're in my body, yeah. and like right. we we see, we finally get, and that's why I like twenty two by the end because she comes off as looks like annoying little bratty thing the whole time. We see it from her perspective that it feels like everyone's trying to tell her what to do and talk down to her, and and we don't we don't get to see how all of these big, powerful, strong, full fledged humans make her feel, and then I, I I like that. Joe cuts through all that and and gives her her chance to go to to Earth. And the way I mean, you know, I I, I usually like the, the the sadder ending. I think it would be a better thing if you know if Joe dies. But I like the comedic choice of uh, we'll we'll deal with Terry and they just move the little abacus counter one yes. thing. When he's, Terry, look over here, real quick, and then they just look and just change it. He's like, mm.
1: and then he looks back and he's like, oh, everything's fine. It's fine. Yeah,
0: I like I I think this ending works really well. I don't I, I I think everything connects and ties by the end really well, and it has it, it has a uh, rewatchability. Which not all mo- yeah. most Pixar movies do, but not all, not all, and it puts it in the top half of Pixar movies. I would put this in the squarely in the top half. Uh, no, no questions. Um, so I agree with that. I, I, I give the residents feel of five. It pulled a significant portion of tears out of me, uh, and I was very satisfied with my expectations going in. So that's that's why Nicole is that, does that satisfy <laughs> you? Sure. Right. Well, I
1: think, I think, I think what, I don't know, what my, my perspective on tears versus thought is that, uh, a Pixar movie a lot of time tries to make you cry. Like, up, you know, in the very beginning when the wife dies, she, they're trying to make you cry. I don't know that they're trying to make you cry in this movie. I think they're trying to make you think and, and really, uh, posit what your role is in the world. Everybody thinks that they have this grand, Purpose, and that's part of the movie, actually, purpose. Um, And that purpose is something that is important and that it's one thing. And that's generally not the truth. But as humans and as people trying to, you know, do something to leave a mark so that you've been here and people know that you've been here because that's part of our human nature, um, goes against being able to enjoy your life on a daily basis. Or hourly, or, or minute by minute basis. Mm-hmm. I, I that's why it's a thinking movie to me. That's why it's not. Oh well, no, it's still a
0: thinking movie, me. and and that's why. Like I also, I the my favorite creationist movie is, that's, is the soul lost is the the zone lost soul room, and I like that they're in the same place where being in the zone and being a lost soul aren't really actually that far apart from each other. I like right. I like that whole that that's that's all really well. Um, i'll give it
2: it wholesome it's absolutely wholesome and it's it's also humbling because like i like i said like i was in this situation that joe was in and followed a dream that didn't pan out so you feel like you're stuck at square one again but i mean i didn't cry over it Mm. i don't think i
1: don't know (laughs) brennan probably Brennan, brennan would cry (laughs) <laughs> probably
0: well it's probably not a movie not. it's real life, real life so si- maybe yeah not. that's
1: a real life situation brynn's not gonna cry about it <laughs> yeah it's probably not I, I don't have
0: any in patience if you well, made were to film about it
1: nicole she he would cry about it
0: oh yeah you gotta you, I, I need a uh, i need the the arcs i need the, the story development the character development uh we're <laughs> at the end here well, okay you gonna recommend soul
1: i'm totally recommending soul i had to stop myself from watching it as soon as it was over so uh, yeah I'm, i almost rewatched it again I, I, was, I, I was like do i have enough time to squeeze it in i don't know that i do before so, I, I
0: will probably watch again before like we do our top five show in a couple weeks too yeah i, would I like think a so second, i would like a second digest
1: yeah i'm recommending it i and i really 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 if if this comes out in the theater i would love to drag people along with me to go see it
0: nicole
2: um i will recommend this um after we finish watching it my first thought was this was fine um but
1: like the dog sitting in the fire fine or (laughs) a better fine than
2: that my career and everything going to shambles this is fine um
1: (laughs) <laughs> At least <laughs> no, you're in don't. good company with uh, you know yes. a, a shit ton of other people. So
0: you're just gonna um, enjoy the little moments, Nicole. That's the message. Don't don't be so focused right. on the.
2: After right. speaking with you guys about the perce- like the different perspectives that we all have about it, you know, it's it is much more interesting to me now. Thinking back to what I watched, um, so you know, I definitely re- recommend this. I think it's still it's, it is a good movie, regardless of if you cry or not.
0: Yeah, I, I love this. This is, this met my expectations and is what I needed it to be. Uh, it's probably not going to be in the top five zone of Pixar, but it's, after Coco, it's probably my favorite one in the past, I don't know, did 10 you, years. Did you
2: guys, did you guys like this better than Onward?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: I did. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. I
1: was very on the I liked Onward. Onward a
0: lot. I liked Onward a lot more than I thought it would. I liked Onward more than I thought I would, but, um, yeah, I, uh, this, this pants
1: is better. just pants in a movie. I can't get. I, I was stubborn and couldn't get past it.
0: There were good. There were good moments in onward. I think I. I could still. These are in a weird year like this. These are both in the in the t- floating in the top five section. I'll have to hash out my final list, but uh, they're they're both there. This is all right. This is the year more Pixar. All right, three three easy solid recommends then for Soul. Uh, mm. good good. good Good movie, very good movie. I like this. Um, I'm assuming you liked Onward more than Soul. Then, uh, oh
2: yeah, I, I definitely liked Onward better. Mm. I love the pants. You love the pants. <laughs> I love the pants. <laughs> so uh,
0: we that we got a couple more 2020 movies. We're gonna be wrapping up with uh, we got Ma Rainey's Black Bottom coming up. Uh, one night in Miami. Um, I think we're gonna do that one that Mo oh, okay, talked about that I hadn't thought about the uh, the Soder Burbs. Yeah. Soderbergh movie. Um, What was that even called? I can't even remember what it was called.
1: Uh, Oh, great. Let Them All
0: Talk. Let Them All Talk. It's a Meryl Streep in it. Um, Yeah. Well, Mama K picked it in her second overall, so I figured we'd look into what that actually (laughs) is. So, Speaking of second overall, the draft is going to be, while you're hearing this, it actually might be live. It's going to be starting uh, on January 4th, I believe, the Monday of January 4th, and it's going to go into February Uh, It'll be on my Instagram, brennan underscore pod host. And uh, yeah, every day there will be a match between two different 2020 movies and you'll be voting on them on my story. It'll be open for 24 hours each day. And yeah, we will go see what every, what the, what the listener favorite movie of the year was. And, uh, also having our own little competition based on the, the movies we all drafted on our teams. So I'm predicting Brennan I'll undersc-
1: end exactly where I was in my fantasy football league. Uh, did really good against the teams it, I dead, needed to. And then last. ended up at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, at Brennan underscore pod house, b- hot house pod house uh, bre- <laughs> pants <laughs> Brennan underscore pod no not pod pants at Brennan Jesus. underscore pod host on Instagram for more on the tournament and all other goings on with the show also on Facebook films with the women of my life you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com and we're also on Twitter at films women pod thank you guys for being on for soul
1: yeah you're welcome yay
0: until next time, this is Brennan signing thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.
1: Thanks for listening to Films
2: with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.